Get inspired and join one woman on her journey to overcome obstacles and accept her free-spirited ways. In the book, A Conversation with Alexandria August, a writer, philanthropist, and small business owner, Alexandria August refuses to let anything hold her down. Discover the secrets to her determination and success. This book could change your life. A Conversation with Alexandria August, available at all major book retailers and media outlets. A Conversation with Alexandria August. Order your copy today. This is Preservation of One. I'm your host, Alexandria August. So listen, with uh, the T, part one, two, and three, I'm not airing nobody out, and I'm not trying to embarrass nobody or nothing like that. Y'all, this is this is the point that I'm making, in which we all know that this happened. I had to think about it, and I had to recorrect myself. It's not jealousy. It's not jealousy. Actually, I feel like no one has no need to be jealous of me. And I'm quite sure a lot of us feel like that. Is you know, what it seems like more is contentment. You know, if you're not content with yourself, and if you see somebody trying to progress, if you're that tight-minded person to have the, the will to want to just be, I don't know, not content with yourself, and you see somebody else that's, you know, that's content with their self and they're moving forward. And all you can do is try to throw rocks and stones and God just keep blocking them every way. At some point in time, you got to wake up and be like, you know what? I threw all these rocks and stones and this person is still, you know, going on about their business. At some point, it seemed like, like people would just stop. You see what I'm saying? So for me, it's not, I don't think that there, I don't think that it's a jealousy. I just think that there's a lack of contentment within themselves does that make sense talking to so many people you know and um they were like you know it's so much that i could do and so much that i should do and i try to do as much as i can do truthfully i really do um and all the things that you know you know, sometimes people, a lot of people always throughout my life, you know, that people have said, you know, you don't realize the gifts that I possess. You know, I don't realize the gifts that I possess. I don't realize the influence that I have and stuff, right? When I'm on here talking to y'all, just like when I'm talking to anybody else, anybody who I deal with, you know, some people say the first person that you meet is the representation of that person. And then you get to know that person. I believe that when you first meet somebody, I believe that they're being their self. The more that you um, get to know that person, the more they just open up to you. They're still going to be who representative was. That's just my personal opinion. I could only hope, you know, at least that is how it is for me. Who you meet, that's who you get, okay? I mean, that's just <laughs> that's just the type of person who I am. Um I just feel like, you know, like how we talked about distractions and all that and all that stuff was a distraction. And through it all, I was still doing whatever it is that I needed to do. Right. And still will continue doing everything that I need to do or that I can do. And I thank God for that. Um, For me at this point right now, with all the love that I have to give and I know that they have love to give. And I know that they have a loving heart, you know, one day at a time, right? At this point, for me, the best thing I know to do 
It's just to step away from it. That's the best thing I know to do. And the crazy thing about it, for all these years, that's what I was doing was stepping away. For all these years. And all these years, every time I would step away, like all kind of buses and everything else was being thrown. And it's like I was getting shielded the whole time, you know. At the end of the day, it takes two to fight. It takes two to create a war, right? It just takes two people to create a war. But in honesty, it only takes one person to create a war. If you create a war within yourself, then that's what you have. I can't fight nobody else's battles. I can't fight nobody else's war. I can help fight other people's battle. I can fight my own battle. What I'm learning is when wars are created within ourselves, it takes a person of wisdom, strength, and will to want to get better to be able to be like, you know what? I'm not going to do this to myself because what I'm doing is by with that war that's inside of you, what you're doing is you're basically eating yourself away from the inside out. Hurt, pain, bitterness, sorrow, you know, whatever, whatever those are, whatever those emotions is, they will eat you from the inside out until you're willing to deal with whatever it is that you create within yourself. It'll always be there until you deal with it, until you decide to heal it. It takes a, a, a person of great inner strength. To be like, you know what? I'm not going to put my junk off on somebody else. I'm going to deal with this myself. Because truthfully, it ain't theirs. It's mine. Self-accountability. You see what I'm saying? It's mine. So I'm going to deal with this myself and leave everybody out of this. Let me handle this myself. Even if I have to get alone by myself for a period of time. So I can work this out. That's going on within me. And the reason why I'm saying this here is because I have been at war within myself. I'd be lying if I say I was not. Whether if it was created by myself, whether if it was from other people's doing, I have been at war within myself. But but guess what's so crazy about it? And I learned this years ago. Regardless of whatever somebody do to us. It's up to us to internalize that. We ain't got to internalize that. If you internalize it, you're going to create a war within yourself. So whatever people whatever people give you, whether whatever it is, good, you give, either way, even if they give you bad, you give good back. But if they give you hate and such meanness, you still give them your best. You ain't got to turn into who they are. You see what I'm saying? But guess what's so strange about it? They might not know it yet. They may be coming out of that phase, right? But you would be a fool to let them drag you into what they're going through. They coming out and you going in. That don't make sense, okay? You would be a doggone fool, okay? Now, you know, if both of y'all got good intentions, if everybody is, you know, at peace within themselves and it's all love, hey, you got you something beautiful. But when you got your enemy that may be coming out of their storm and trying to drag you into their stuff, yeah, just go ahead and step away. Pray good for them. Pray hard for them, you know, because they're going to need it. 
But ultimately, if that person is grown, you are not, you are not, you are not responsible for their inner dealers, for their inner non-peace. You're not responsible for that. You can, you can help. You can try to help them be a good encouragement and support, but that's their stuff. And with me deciding to leave, that's my choice to leave. It's called moving forward, moving on to something better. Can't nobody hold you back but you. So, yes, make the choice and be able to move forward. Counting on joy and keep it pushing. Hey, this is Preservation of One. Thank you. Like, going through the whole process from 2019 until now, you know, it's like they, it's like my family, it's like they knew they could not attack me because, you know, whatever, whatever, all the stuff that has been done. So it's like, okay, I know I can't attack you. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go through your children because they're young minded and they're vulnerable, you know, a weakness, right? So I can't mess with you. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to mess with your children. So here recently I learned that, you know, during this whole process, you know, my children was told that their mama wasn't, you know, nothing and that their mother is manipulating their mind. Me raising my children, trying to teach them how to be productive, respectable people, me raising my children as a single parent all those years, making sure they had everything they needed, not everything they wanted, but had everything they needed. Me making sure that I'm going to games, I'm going to functions, I'm making sure that they getting everywhere that they got to go. I'm waiting outside for them. I'm paying for everything out of my pocket myself, okay? I'm talking about the babies go to the mall. I'm sitting outside waiting in my truck for an hour or two for my babies to come outside the mall because it was too, we stayed too far across town for me to be driving back and forth like that. And like I said, I have a truck, so you already know that gas gets stupid, okay? Stupid high. You know what I'm saying? If they want to go anywhere they wanted to go to the friends' functions, proms, you know, whatever, anything that they wanted to do, God help me make it happen for them. You see what I'm saying? Summer camps, private lessons, you know what I'm saying? Dinners, whatever it is that they wanted to do. And I have six kids, right? The five that was in my home, they did that. Even with my oldest one, she did that. It's not like I wasn't there and it's not like I did not help. You see what I'm saying? So for me personally, I feel content in all of it. That's why, I, you know, when I'm saying I'm not bragging, I'm not boasting, I'm not. Because I know I did what I was supposed to do. And I know I was good. And I know I was fair to everyone that I come in contact with. Yeah, a lot of times I don't be wanting to deal with people. And I still end up dealing with people or whatever. And, and I got to get better at that. I got to get better at cutting people off. Just being real with you. Because a lot of times they'll, a lot of times people will take advantage of your kindness. And I have cut a good bit of people off. But I just got to just learn to cut more people off. It's okay. My circle is so small right now. Like seriously. I'm content with that. 
you know? I mean, but, you know, for a single parent doing everything they could for their kids and then for people, non-factor people that wasn't even there, that never, that, that didn't even hold a light when my babies had a fever or a temperature, in which that didn't happen often, thank God. But, you know, wasn't there to hold, wasn't there to hold a light when things needed to get done that got done. And I'm talking about it would be days where everybody would have an event going on and I'm going back and forth from one event to another. Making sure I'm there at each one's event, even if I can't stay the whole time because I got to run to the other. I just recently had to go through that. You know what I'm saying? I went and I made sure that all of us went to each other's events together. You see what I'm saying? I had unity in my house. You see what I'm saying? So when 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 my family is coming in, tearing up my unity, putting in my children's mind like they were brainwashed, unmanipulated, nigga, like how? God gave me my babies for a reason, okay? Me teaching them what's right. It might not be right by you. You don't matter. Those are mine. You see what I'm saying? I never taught them anything bad. Never. Not consciously, I haven't, you know? And this is for any parent. We can all say that, but consciously. You know what I'm saying? We would never do that. Unconsciously. We could be smoking. We could be cussing. We could be drinking. We could be doing whatever. And children would look at that. You know, anything. Not saying that all that is all bad, but, you know, unconsciously. You know, we could be cussing, you know? We might stub our toe and ain't and our children never heard us curse. And we stub our toe, we'd be like, S H I T. And the child looking at you like, uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I mean by unconsciously. Listen. So I mean, yeah, so dealing with all of that and, and what's so crazy about it, being that my children are so young and young minded and have not ever been exposed to stuff like that. Those are my people, so I already know how they roll. I'm immune to their foolishness. So for my children that are young minded to be exposed as bananas. That's on my sign. This is Alexandria Argus of Preservation One. Thank you.